Over here, we are learning of the Word of God and really digging into the truth of what God wants us to know and to do. Paul say, run like you want to win. Let me come in and serve. Let me come in and give my best to God. Let me come in here and be a blessing to somebody. Let me come in here and God allow you to use me today. Let me run my Christian walk in that same, with that same mentality, not just being me. Jesus name, pray with us over there, Amen. family, Father, in Jesus name, we thank you so much for tonight. Every family, every married, every single individual joining us tonight, Lord God, we ask that you strengthen us tonight, giving us insight in your word. We do rely on the presence of the Holy Spirit, the teacher, the God that leads us into all understanding. We're so thankful for his presence. We thank you for your word today. And for every family here, Lord God, we glorify you right now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Great blessings upon you guys. Hey. Uh, my mom is in the house. Joyce hello, Rogers is in, the, is in the house. Marjorie, what's happening? So, listen, guys, relationship goals tonight. So, today we're talking about some roadblocks. It's in your feed. Roadblocks, uh, stumbling blocks, better. I, I think I, I said it better. Stumbling blocks to your relationship. To your relationship. Stumbling blocks, stumbling blocks, stumbling blocks, things that hurt us in our relationship. So today, specifically, I, you know, I want to spend time on the first two points. We probably will not finish, we probably won't get to the third one just because these first two are real powerful. Um, relationships that we choose in marriage. In other words, after you're married, there's a certain way you choose your friends in certain mm -hmm. way. You choose people you hang out with. Even here, like in this Facebook community right now, the fact that we come on live every Tuesday night. Uh, appreciate all you guys who, who show up every Tuesday night. This is what you call relationships, right? This is what you call opening yourself up to information and to people uh, so that you can become better. It feeds your fire. You don't want people who are putting out your fire in your marriage. You want people who are fueling it. So at certain times, you may find out people who you know may not benefit you mm -hmm. when you're married because they were cool when they were single but not married. So what we have to realize is certain people we got to cut because they may not be fueling us, but they're putting out this relationship fire. They're not helping you. Mm -hmm. They're hurting you or they're just taking up space. They're taking up time that you could be using for something, you know, to feed that. So let's get into the uh, scriptures here. Uh, okay. Where we at? First scripture. Where we at? Which one do you want to do first? It says first. Relationships have to, have to be chosen wisely in a marriage institution. Friends and your inner circle must feed your fire. They must not feed you. put it out. So that is people. Proverbs twenty two ten. So people, people, listen. There is something that you need to know. <laughs> that's an old whining song. Okay, I was gonna um, say I don't know. Y'all don't know that don't one. Know that don't song. don't act like you do. I don't know that. That's real. That's real. That's for our real. That's back in that's back in the day when the whining was cranking it out. Twenty two ten. Yes, sir. Check it out, guys. Check it out. This powerful scripture, uh, Proverbs twenty two ten. Cast out the scoffer. <laughs> that's the Old Testament. That's one of them right. old. Right. That's some, that's, that's, some of us know it from Minister Society. Yeah. But 
cast it's out in the Bible. Cast <laughs> out the scorner. King James says scorner. Mm-hmm. New King James says scoffer. Cast out the scoffer and contention will cease. Yes, strife and reproach will cease. So some people in our lives or in your relationship can be a stumbling block because you can have friends or family members. Talk to me, huh? This probably a church. This is like mm-hmm. a family member. Right? Because right, you can have family members and friends, so-called friends. But I think mostly, most of all, it's like family members because some people have this idea that when you get married, everybody's going to get along. Okay, that's that's wonderful. It don't happen like that in every relationship. So there'll be some relationships where your family members may be scoffers. They may be scorners. They may be a person who is really trying to tear down your relationship with your spouse, not helping it, Mm -hmm. i.e., you know what I'm saying, people in your family. It could be brother, sister. It could be parents. It could be Mm in-laws. You know, in-laws are typically known for just causing all kind of mess. Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. <laughs> Not mine. But sometimes. No. Yeah, I mean, but you got to keep happens. it real, right? right? You got to keep family. Uh, and babe, you can speak to this, but you, okay. I mean, you, for me, that's not an issue because my personality does not allow me to be quiet. I can speak to that. And I think a few of us can speak to that. <laughs> yeah. That your personality does not allow you to be Right. Quiet. So I don't have this problem. I kind of tell people what I'm, if you know what I'm saying? So I don't really have, you know, I ain't just, I'm not the quiet one in the room when it comes to something being said. I, I give you two, two, two story. <laughs> Mom says true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True, true story, baby. True, tell us. Tell true us story. story. <laughs> so I'm being transparent with my mother on here. It's wild <laughs> stuff, man. So check it out. I'm, I am. So I had a, I had a visit from a family member just the other day. I'm, this is ironic. Just talking about this, right. I'm, but I, I got to help us, right? So I, they made a statement about one of my children. Nothing bad, nothing negative, but it's something that I don't flow with. And so immediately, I immediately. shut that. I shut that joker down like with the quickness, but boom, quickly. Now listen, that was that was that. That's why we love you. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the support in this time. This time of need, right? So I I shut it down quickly. And and, and then now my wife got on me later and said, you shouldn't have said it like that. You should have been more nicer and this and that. I'm like, listen, I pray for your husband, right? right. That's what I said. Prayer. But but seriously, because sometimes family members truthfully can cause strife. And sometimes and here's the here's the challenge because you can't speak. If you feel you can't speak to that as a spouse, because some now this is not me, but some, I know people because I've counseled many people where their wives or their with a it's like the husband's mother is so you can't cross that line. It's like mama's boy type deal, right? Mm-hmm. And so they don't understand the place of the wife versus the place of the husband. Uh-huh. So you got you got to understand your wife has to be number one. Your husband has to be number one. The Bible talks about in the book of of in a um, in the book of Genesis, mm-hmm. that this this man God has created this woman for, and man shall leave. Leave, yes. Where you gonna leave? Father, father and mother, mother, and cleave to his wife. Right. So that means that the wife 
has to be, and, and I know some, you know, sometimes, folks, hey, it is what it is. But when he talks about harmony in the home, you can't have two different women who you are serving. It's either going to be your mama or your, or your wife. It's going to be your husband or your father. Your husband or your father. Or your husband or your brother. Right. Or uncle. Right. Or whatever. Right. There's only space for one significant other. There you go. In each relationship. In each relationship. So, and even your children. Because that can be a beast. Because if your children interfere with your relationship, that can be a hindrance. So, where there comes a... And, and that's, 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 that's one that... Especially blended families, right? Because we can speak to the blended family issues. Because blended families, children... Um, and that's why you want to make sure when you do remarry or you do go into a marriage institution, you have a child, you have children, and you go into an institution, that there is there's that, that, that first priority before the spouse is the children. So before you even go into that, you have to be able to know that this child, number one, is... Is, is a priority so that you are choosing a mate that is fueling your child or helping or will help or will be an asset and they won't terrorize your kids. So you can't put the spouse in front of you, the boyfriend or the so quote unquote fiance in front of the kid and then you got hell because now you got some crazy individual in your house terrorizing your child and your child having issues. So... Once you're married, then that person becomes your, you know, whether it's mom, whether it's, whether it's wife or husband, comes becomes a priority. So we're talking about choosing in this process. Like, how am I choosing uh, this process? How am I choosing this in terms of uh, going up and being able to uh, communicate that to this individual I'm with? So individual I'm with. So you gotta understand your spouse. Be prior to that is is very important after. So choosing your future husband, future wife, you don't want to put it on the on the altar of your kids. In other words, you got something to add? Um, I just kind of got a little lost in there, but I will add about um, when you're adding people. It's not. I want to give balance to when we when we spoke about sometimes there are issues with in laws and other family members. Um, just to give balance to them is that sometimes we've invited them in. Right. So, and you, and by doing that, you've done that by um, letting them know all your business. Right. Or, you know, it's one thing to kind of ask if you have like that kind of family member where you can ask their advice about something that you may be going through or something. But if you are all constantly, um, degrading your spouse or talking about all the issues that you're having with your spouse with certain family members and then you want them to now come and respect your family members that's That's a different type of issue right i feel and so i want to give balance to don't assume that every family member has come in to sow discord and is a scoffer some of them they're scoffing for good reason because you've introduced them into y'all's problems Right. Or they know you're in a situation that you shouldn't be in, but, and then you want them to remain peaceable after you've, you know, kind of poured their, your problems out to them. You want them to now come in and be peaceable, and it, and it's not. Right. So I think that a good rule of thumb is never to invite anything or anyone into your relationship 
that you don't want to stay forever. Yeah, that's good. Because when you do that, then you give them license. And that's true. Because And what's going on, Bianca? I saw Bianca join us. It's, it's uh, and Milton joined us as well. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's good to understand that that gives your relationship longevity. Right. Uh, and some, some of this honestly can be, can be cultural to some, to, to some degree. Um, and because some, some cultures at, at times I've, I've, you know, kind of know about various cultures and where, where parents have a hierarchy, which is, it's like a, you know, they have a higher position than the wife. And so when right. you when you're doing that, you're causing all kind of cut, trouble. But to my wife's point, that is true. If you are not quote unquote bending or kind of bringing your life into uh, into right, or bringing them into your life, right? By talking about your spouse, and and I'm gonna tell you because you will you will forgive, but they won't forgive. Right. They always remember. They all and they right. Always they always remember the time you showed up to their house crying. Right. You. They always remember. If they wrote, saw you saw you or your husband somewhere doing something, right. and then you took them back or you did right. whatever, and so sometimes those are the things that we've invited in right. by going and telling them. Which right. you know sometimes you do need support, and that's what it and that's what families are for. Right. But just giving them balance is that it's not always their fault. Right. Like you've invited them into right. your relationship. You right. you've given them a say where they feel comfortable replying when your husband and I and and you are having a conversation right. and they happen to be present. Right. Right. Because you've invited them in, they they feel okay to answer for you. Right. Or you to, you, you know, kinda make your side comments because right. you haven't shut it down. Right. Or you've invited them in or you've been like, Oh, such and such such such. Oh hey. Right. You know, what right. you think? Right. And and now you And then now you've invited all that discourse right. and then after doing that time after time, now they're comfortable just, just, just co-signing, being, elaborating, right, co-signing and everything, and they all in your marriage. So the key is the third, the, 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 as as they say, you know, which is true that uh, you got marriage, right? You got your husband, you got your wife, and you got God. Not nobody else should be up in your marriage. I saw some a prayer request some come in. Okay, uh, but the the key is that you that you realize that the uh, the the part about your your responsibility to keep people out. And that's what that that's what that scoffer represents, right? Sometimes people come in and they are uh really uh not helping, but they're hurting. And if you're talking to people, you're inviting them in. Mm-hmm. If you're sharing your business with them and you're inviting them in. And you, you all need outlets, but that's why you choose friends differently in in relationships, people who are going to help you and not hurt you. Because if you are first of all, if you are married, you shouldn't be getting advice from somebody who's single. Because uh, they can't help you because they haven't spoke to it. That's like you going to somebody for financial advice who broke. I mean, why should I talk to you about money and you don't have none? I want to talk to somebody who has some. I mean, so it's not it's not deep, but a lot of times we do things without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jessica. In terms of in terms of our relationship. Okay, I said a prayer. I don't know what this it's, is. It's, we can do that one. Okay. I see it. I... Okay, all right. It just won't come through. Mm-hmm. So the key is understanding... That that is the process that we go through. So people in relationships and marriage relationships are important. Don't just bring everybody into your circle. Be selective. Uh, I personally, I mean, we, we don't have anybody in terms of, I mean, we've been married 21 years, over 21 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we have people we can go to, but it's it's not like somebody has a has what's going on, Jessica? It's not it's not like someone has a their hand in our marriage. Right. Like they are running, you know, they are influencing our marriage. And let me say this: no one should be over your spouse. And, and let me let me let me help some. I know this one gonna cut. This gonna cut kind of deep for some some folks. <laughs> so let me say this. Let me say. I mean, you 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 you're gonna have your you're gonna have your 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 pastor, your counselor, your mentors, and even them. You bring truth into that relationship and you apply it, but you don't put them before. Your spouse, because if you put them before your spouse, you're in trouble. Correct. And it don't, it don't, it don't work no way. I mean, you can, you can try it, but pretty much who you lay your head down with every night in bed is going to be your influence. So you got to remember that you want to invite people in, but it's a barrier. It's a, it's a line. Right. It's receiving truth. Like in this, in this community, this, in this type of environment, we are, we are giving information, right? Information changes situations. Right. We're giving. Uh, practical ways to navigate this institution of marriage to be able to 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 have a strong relationship to get through it, understanding that there will be issues because that's what we that's are. What life is. Yeah, I got issues. My wife got issues, but the key is understanding and being able to come together and still be in union, still enjoy each other, still be in love not have these issues and all this different strife that goes on, which is a regular temptation in marriage. Mm -hmm. So the key is just kind of getting through it on that, on that wise. You got something else to add? So let's go to first Corinthians. Well, let's talk about, let's talk oh, about, let's talk about friends. Okay. Friends of the opposite sex. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's, I mean, cause I know like we kind of just blanket said right. people and That's then you kind of said family, but I would love to say okay. that because okay. I, I know I have male friends. I know that right. you have some female friends. Right. And and when we're saying friends, like we're talking about for real friends, like we talk or hang hang out. Right. You know, I've been to your barbecue. Right. You've been to coffee. Right. Or something like that. But it's right. never um, the type of friend relationship where that friend is now taking my space. Right. We'll see. Or that other yeah. friend that I mean, I just like yeah. to put it out there because <laughs> sometimes talk about it. Right. Talk see, about you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know, you could that is something that could be caused really? a strike. That, that's like real. I mean because that's I real. I mean I have to like I feel secure in myself, but at right. the same time if you Right. If I got a friend and if you had a friend that was a female and she fine Right. And y'all met for you know, right. a nightcap. Right. Or I'm not saying that you would, but I'm just saying because this, yeah, yeah, based on yeah, what I know, yeah, this gonna, happens. Gonna it's it. not far fetched. We're going to do a nightcap. I'll holler at right. you tomorrow, baby. Right. Like, yeah, you I'll know, okay, I'll meet you for dessert. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. say, I'll meet you for a dessert or I'll meet you for whatever. Right. And then now this person is, is not, they are. They are emotionally invested. Right. So nothing that, physical yeah. is going on, but, but this is my friend. Right. And we're, and now all of a sudden, every time I talk to you, you're going out with your friend so-and-so. Right. Or right. I'm going out with my friend so-and-so, which to me, like, I don't have a problem with, you know, friends of the opposite sex. However, there there needs to be a, a line drawn. And right. I know, like, for me, for myself, a male friend of the opposite sex. One, I would never choose one that I consider my type. Yeah. 
Okay. This is interesting it, to me. No, I know no. it is, right? But I would like yeah. to say it. That's good. That's some good. Things it's probably you, insight. Yeah. You would have to think about. Right. Some, I feel that it should right. be thought about and <laughs> it should be said out loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Joker. Right. So, like, for me, like, I would, or, you know, I might know you and just be like, oh, hey. Right. Right. Not to, and that's to protect you and right your relationship and so right. that's what i i just want to talk about that because right, that's, good. that's I mean, another person that could be right an influence because now this is your friend if they right. saw you hurt they would right. be like right. hey what's going and on see, that's, that's, How you see, and that's again you can't listen so that, that that again right we talked about so here's the thing about marriage institution it is an institution mm-hmm. so think about being and i don't want to use it in a derogatory way but i think this is a good explanation Think about being in, in, incarcerated. Not that you, not that you bound, <laughs> but an institution implies that hey, listen, there's like some there barriers. barriers. There's some barriers, there and you guidelines. There are guidelines. You got to draw that type of stuff out. And so this is what happens. People go into this unwise, and a lot of young people get married thinking this stuff. That hey, I can still hang with this this young girl over here at the job. We can still go out. And they can be my type. They can be someone I would be attracted to and actually think that, yo, I'm good. No, you ain't. You stupid. You crazy. You about to crash your marriage. Mm-hmm. So you got to use wisdom and say, you know what? This, this, I ain't going to, we ain't rolling like that. This is my wife. That This is, there you go. Answer it. Boundaries. Boundaries. There you go. That's right. a good word for it. You have to have those established already. And the reason I'm saying this is because. Sometimes you can get caught up. You can. It's easy to get caught up. And even if they're, let's just say they're not your type. Right. Let's say, so there's a saying that my grandmother used to tell me. Yes, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to say it because it's a good one. Yeah. There's a saying that my grandmother used to tell me. And she would say, listen, you know, <laughs> no, never mind. Ahead. Don't trust your husband around any woman. No <clears throat> pretty one. And for dang gone show, not an ugly one. Because an ugly woman is willing to work harder. And so, (laughs) let's just say that this person is not your type. Right. But, which leads you to let your guard down. Right. Or let your boundaries kind of slide. And next thing you know, it's it's this. And it's kind of trickled over into this. Then it's kind of trickled into that. And so, that, my point was, to that was just, even if, like, my rule of thumb is not to be, too closely involved with anyone that I would consider my type, but to still keep those boundaries for people that are not my type just because yeah. I don't want to introduce them in right. to our relationship. Right, right. right. And so, so Yeah, so that's that's right. So here's here's the thing here's the thing though, and I, I wrote I was just taking notes guys just so mm-hmm. I, my wife finished her point. But uh let let me say this because typically you're gonna hear from your spouse, if that's an issue. Now, this goes back to one of the conversations we had before when you talk about covenant relationship. Covenant relationship. If your spouse has an issue, it's your issue. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to realize that if your spouse has an issue with somebody who you hanging with, family member, non-family member, that's your issue. So you don't, you cannot. And Lord, hear me out because this was this will help a whole lot of. Uh, again, cast out the skull for yea strife and contention shall cease. Because there are people in your relationships that are there and their their presence is causing strife. 
their presence is causing dissension in your home mm -hmm. and they ain't in your home. So what I'm saying is you have to understand. So if your spouse is saying, listen, I don't like you hanging mm -hmm. with the conversation is ended. There's no further discussion about it. That's not going to happen no more. Mm -hmm. So the key is understanding if your spouse has said it because you, you here, the Bible says in the two shall become one. The scripture also says when my wife is hurting, I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. When I'm hurting, she's hurting. So when we are against each other, we are we are fighting against ourselves. So you have to realize that your spouse has an issue, just you have an issue. And let me let me help some brothers out. If your spouse is saying, Hey, listen, that woman is liking you, and you're like, I don't see that. I don't care. You don't see it. <laughs> Somebody, a part of you saw it. Right. Your eyes ain't there, but her eyes is. And mm -hmm. so you got to realize there's nothing that comes in between me and my spouse. Nothing and no one. No, no, no parent, no grandparent, no adult. No bestie. Uh, no bestie, no child. No, anybody comes between you and your spouse. So you have to realize that there, uh, those lines of boundaries have to be drawn in your marriage relationship for it to last. You don't let stuff in and people in. And again, you in this thing together, man. You are one. You guys got to, I mean, you, you got to know, listen, it's us against them in terms of the word. Like when we an issue, we come, we come together. Right. I'm not bringing nobody up in here in, go ahead, in our relationship that nobody, first of all, that uh, that my wife has an issue with, mm -hmm. right? Because then that's doing her wrong. And so we want, what, what was you about to add? I, I, was, I was going to add too because I know I, I brought up about the friends of opposite sex, but I would also like to talk about your same-sex friends, your besties. Right. Because sometimes they're holding an emotional space where they sometimes know more about you and your situations and different things right. than your spouse may know right. about you, which and a best friend is, you know, just that. But like for me, you're my best friend. So I right. can't imagine talking to my girlfriend more about my life and what I'm feeling, what I'm going right. through, what I'm experiencing right. um, than you. Right. Because to me, you're my best, you're my best friend. And so right. I would not want for her to have a female bestie that is now in a position above you because she knows more about me than you do. Right. She knows more about our relationship because sometimes we'll tell our best, especially us ladies, we will tell our best friend everything that we feel is wrong with our relationship and never address it with our spouse and then right. think that poof, magically, all these things right. are, he's going to read our minds and know right. what we're feeling and well, if he was in tune with me, he would know. Right. Right. No, he doesn't. Right, right. I, and that's he, real. He doesn't. Brothers that's, don't know and that that's stuff. The, that's the realistic thing right. is that now you've invested time telling your best friend everything that you want in your spouse and in your relationship, but you've spent no time telling your spouse who needs to know in order to try to fix it. Right. And so now you've placed this best friend, in my opinion, in a hierarchy above your spouse because right. they know they know how to fix it. Right, and they and you, and you said that the, the emotional investment that the friend has that your spouse doesn't have. And let me help you, ladies, out. Every lady listening to me, listen to what I'm about to say. <laughs> Please listen. Please write it down. Take a note. And I'm not trying to be funny, but this is real. Yes, sir. Uh, they don't know. We don't know. 
They don't. Unless you say it. You gotta say it. And don't hint around it. No hint. I'm gonna tell you. This is neuro basic. This is biology. I, I share this everywhere I go because some some sisters <laughs> and brothers don't know this. And this is not being funny, but this is medically true. Mm-hmm. Males are brain damaged. We are brain damaged because once a male goes through puberty, testosterone washes a side of his brain. That's why ladies can think off both sides, but males can't. Females identify off the logical and emotional. They hang out more on the emotional side, but they can go back and forth. That's why the young ladies mature faster than boys do. Simply because in their ninth, when, they, when they're in high school, males don't went through puberty. We went through a step back. That ninth, tenth grade year, and, and, and mom's like, what happened to my son? He's eighth, seventh, eighth grade. He was just so wonderful. Now he done lost his mind. Literally, he did lose his mind because he was brainwashed. <laughs> that testosterone washed inside of his brain. So, honestly, we are as basic and easy as they come. That's why a grown man's conversation is so plain and so simple and so easy. That's why we stick to basic stuff. We stick to stuff we know about. Give me some stats. Who won? And we're passionate about certain things. So we you have to understand, unless you tell a man directly, directly, black and white, say it and write it out. In bullet points. In bullet points. He listen. <laughs> right, and it ain't no, that's true. It's really. I mean, you got some brothers, but I'm talking about, you know, for the most part, ninety eight percent of males, and I say two percent because you're gonna have well, some brothers who are sco- right, who are scholars, right? Because mm-hmm. I study. I study people. I, I like to be good at life. I'm good with my my wife and my kids. I don't have enough for everybody. I'm just, I got to focus. I ain't, again, the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Ain't that much up in here. So I got to work work with it, right? So the kids, I, I understand that. So I, I, work at, I work at this, literally. I devour probably about four or five books a month on being better at being me. And I said, I got a whole lot more. A whole lot more to read, right? <laughs> but seriously, I'm, that's 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 right. that's why I'm that's at. Why the Bible says, "Dwell with them according to knowledge." Dwell with them according to knowledge. knowledge. So a lot of a lot of sisters think that he should have known. He don't know. His right. mind can't go there. Get a brother some. I'm telling you, we, this is. If you listen, this is you read Google it. It's straight up. We read a book years ago, Bringing Up Boys by Dr. James oh, Dobson, yeah. who is a neurologist. Right. And that's that's in the book, straight up. Males are brain damaged, and that's why females operate. So you gotta explain to a male. That's why brothers can't see stuff that sisters can see. She's like that that lady, she like you. Nah, she don't like me. She we just friends. Listen, <laughs> she just knuckle, she to do. teach me how to drive a stick. Yeah, she <laughs> In her Suzuki sidekick. This girl. <laughs> help us, Jesus. Yes, help us. <laughs> My wife will bring us some stuff from. <laughs> Lord, help us. Okay, listen. Anyway, so. <laughs> What's your next point, baby? <laughs> People, we on people still. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. Jesus, take the wheel. Lord, help us shine on me, Jesus. On me, yes, Lord, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. That radar be on point, right? We know, we know, we know what it is because we've done it. I know what you're doing because I did it. Say it. Hey, 
Listen, brothers. Look, I saw you bring that plate. <laughs> <laughs> My wife will. Lord, help us all today. That's 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 just what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. So, <laughs> listen to her. Hey, Kim. Kim James in the house. What's up, Kim? Praise the Lord. Yes, but yeah, First Corinthians what? Fifteen thirty-three. We talking about getting rid of the people in relationships that don't feed your feed or and fuel. fuel your fire, help your fire, help you out. Mm -hmm. Stop letting people in. In short, right? Stop letting certain people in that's hindering your relationship and not helping your helping your relationship. <laughs> and so you got to listen to your spouse, listen to your husband in terms of people. Sometimes brothers a little late on it. So if your idea is to make your husband jealous. Don't do it because he can't see sometimes. He don't know sometimes. He's too busy. We, we're we simple. We're basic. We're the basics of God's creation. Mm -hmm. We are like a, you like they said on Seinfeld, we are a Jeep. You know, basic <laughs> utilities. That's it. Right. So we. No we, power windows. No power windows. That's no us. Navi. And I'm not, I'm not hating on the brothers. I'm just really trying to expose a lot of the ideas that sisters have about males when it comes especially your husbands mm -hmm. this is this is not deep brothers are basic you got to tell us we can't figure it out you got to tell us what you want right. you got to tell us how you want it you got to tell us what color you want it in mm -hmm. you got to do all that or you're going to be disappointed right okay that's true. that's that's really or send options yeah send options know if your you want a surprise send the options right please Help! I'm telling you, some because some people have this picture. Thank you. And it's like the picture comes in like this. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, when we when we the reason why we purchase stuff is because we saw a picture, you know. Right. And so that's what that's the image we have. A lot of times people have this image of marriage, this picture of marriage. We just gonna float. We I've, I've heard people say when they got married, they said they would never have an argument. <laughs> now when somebody say that somebody lying somebody ain't been married somebody ain't married somebody don't, somebody's talking out of turn somebody here's the word I like to use S unaware unaware because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, that's that's too and don't and don't strive you don't have to strive not to argue right you don't disagree mm -hmm. but it's understanding who I disagree with myself and I live with me for 48 years. Really? Who won't you disagree with? And not 49. I know that. I was, I was okay. thinking that you disagree with yourself. That was yeah. an interesting statement. It is. I, I mean, you never disagree with yourself? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I, mean, I didn't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, my wife is blessing me today. Hallelujah. Yes. Okay. 33. 15 what? 1 Corinthians? 33. Okay, 15, 33. Am I in the right spot? Okay. Do not be, dece do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts. Ooh, good habits. Good habits. Mm. Well, we'll just sit that right there. Right. Evil company corrupts good habits. So let, let, let's talk about this. We got, what, five minutes, but here is what will corrupt evil company. You could be in a toxic environment at your job. Right, mm -hmm. your job could be. I tell people if you're in a toxic job, leave. 
find a better one. Right, but get a job first. Get a, get pla- a replacement job Get a replacement first. first. Get a business, get a job. Because let me help you out. I heard this one statement that is that I thought was profound. Don't th- When you think about employment, don't think about what you're going to get. Think about what you're going to become. Hmm. Some environments, some environments make you worse. So if you are worse off, like you might become bitter. You might be. You wasn't bitter when you started working there, but now you there. You bitter. Mm-hmm. Find you one. That's real, because it's not worth you bringing that toxicity. Is that a word? Yes, sir. Toxicity home. home or anywhere else you go or anywhere else you go because you bad cor- company corrupts. You were straight first, mm-hmm. you and but then you got into that like yo this and you all messed up now. You say, I, I, I never was this. Right, I was so pleasant. Right, I never was this angry. I never was this toxic. I never was this. But you don't hung around people who are that. And so it brought that on to you. So let me let me give you grace right now. Release you where you at. And just know that God has favored you to look for something. And here, here it is. Or he will provide something because he is a faithful God. He knows where you're at. He knows what you need. And he is not, he is not excited about you being conditioned in an environment that's toxic because you just become that toxic person. So then when you go to your relative's house here, Thanksgiving coming up, mm-hmm. and here you come. How's work? How, and then there you go. And then you just... And like, man, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used to be so nice and so positive. And I think that's a good clue because some of us, you may not realize what you're becoming, but I think that a good hint is if you're somewhere and you're constantly talking about what you used to be. Right. That's the indicator. you became something what, else. Something else. Right. Right. So, guys, we got three minutes left. We got prayer requests here. Uh, yeah, for some reason, the rest of it. Yeah, some reason, the rest. Okay, let's see what's going down. What's going down? Interest. Okay. There we go. Can you read that? His hand is muffled. It has been this way for weeks. He had an MRI that revealed nothing significant and has had steroid injections in his eardrum that has not alleviated the symptoms. Please be in agreement for total healing and restoration. Praise God. We got that. We got that, Tina. Praise God, Tina. We receive. We're going to pray for your dad. Uh, Sean Thompson, amen. What's going on? So, guys, this is our Relationship Goals podcast tonight. We're going to pray for uh, uh, Tina's dad. Uh, and and for total healing restoration. Listen, I don't pray for people who was deaf. Mm-hmm. And when I got through praying, God's power hit them, and they could hear. And we're trusting that this is gonna happen. So we are gonna stand proxy for your dad, Tina. Uh, so that those who who do not know, let me get a little blurb at the, as we end this this podcast. First of all, if you would like to entirety of this message, it's on Facebook Live. It will be on our podcast, uh, the Light International Church. So if you have if you have an Apple iTunes, go to the iStore, download it. Also, go to our website, and it is on a, a SoundCloud. Subscribe anyway if you any way you want to get entire of the message. If you have prayer requests or questions, please submit it to our website. And like we're about to do right now, we're going to come in agreement with believers on the line to pray for whatever your need is, trusting that God who is the supplier of all of our need, who is our healer, our restorer, and our strengthener, 
will provide because the Bible says when we pray according to his will, he hears us. Not only does he hear us, but he grants the petitions we've requested. And I believe God's power is present to heal and to save whenever his children are in the midst. So remember that uh, there is a feed in the link with today's notes. And next week, we're going to finish this conversation talking about the stumbling box. So let's come in agreement and pray. Martina said, Father, in Jesus name, we thank you for your word. Most of all. Tonight, for the presence of the Holy Spirit that's resting upon each and every one of us, thank you for technology that allows us to come together upon an agreement with your word. And right now, God, we pray for Tina's dad. We declare in Jesus' name, we speak to the ears and in in his eardrums and whatever's muffled, we command wholeness right now. We could declare these ears to open up. We declare it by the authority in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for total healing and restoration. I call health in all of his flesh, from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, every part of his body, every every part of his eardrum, whatever is not working, I declare, I speak healing in his ears, in his body right now. We give you glory. We give you praise for total healing and restoration in his ears. We declare wholeness right now. Father God, we thank you. We give you praise. We glorify you right now in Jesus' name for healing in his body. Amen and amen. amen. So, family, this ends our Facebook Live po- slash podcast uh, recording tonight. Uh, if you have any prayer requests, use the link in the feed. If you have any questions, use the link in the feed. Uh, if you desire to partner with us, use oh, us yeah. in the in the feed. Uh, we will have these shirts uploaded as promised to our website next day or so. There, so so actually toward the end of the week, you'll see the do good stuff shirts. Listen, these are all over South Fulton because we we making it happen. I'm gonna tell you what. Let me give you this little commercial, little short testimony. Mm-hmm. Well, our mission here, when 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 we came to Atlanta, God told me to do some do a certain thing. He said, share, serve, and save. And so our 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 church locally, we we pastor this community. So every week. Myself uh, and many other our members are available. Usually, it's at least one with us, with me. Mm-hmm. We go from business to business. Twenty-eight businesses around here. And we share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We go in. We bring gum with a scripture on it, and it's what we say. We say, "I just want to remind you that God loves you." And we wear these do good stuff shirts, mm-hmm. and uh, our and it's about to be mobilized even on a higher level with some young people. But the reason we do this is because I've I found out in my life that the that people really don't see a lot of Jesus because we don't strategically as a church approach it. Um, that's, that's, that's the vision that's alive in my heart. Every vision ain't different. That's why every church is different because every church has a different vision. Our vision is to demonstrate, to dim, to incarnate, to demonstrate the gospel of Jesus Christ. With that said, if you want to partner with us and you say, Pastor Jimmy, I want to partner with the light and we want to sponsor some of this gum. It costs about what? 20, what? 12, 14 bucks for a box of gum mm-hmm. that we take out and we go out and minister. Partner with us. Uh, uh, I, we, we can't have enough gum because it's something we do every single week. The third week, power of God moved. I'm telling you, we we have seen ministry results take place. God, I'm excited, man, because the world needs to see them. There's a song that they used to sing. What the world needs now is love, more love. Mm-hmm. And that's what we gonna, that's what we do here. 
in, in, in this South Fulton County. My passion, my goal is, of course, as our church grows and we plant other ministries in other locations, the same model will happen and people will catch fire. For me, it's about letting, letting the world see Jesus. So with that in mind, you want to park with us, click the link. Uh, let, let me know. Hey, I'm with you, Pastor. I'm with you, uh, Candy. We're going we we, we gonna, we gonna to partner with you. We're going to uh, sow some seeds into the Jesus and gum ministry. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. who, who would ever thought? And it's Orbitz, too. It's not even Wrigley's. It's Orbitz. It's, it's the good stuff, folks. It's, it's good stuff. All right, family. Enough. I love you guys. Tune in next week. Please share. The feed, subscribe to the podcast. Make me feel good. At least somebody subscribing to what we got going on. Mm -hmm. uh, and we will talk to you next, next week. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Love you. Good night.